every day under the threat of death, I feel discouraged sometimes. Living every day under extensive criticism, even from Negroes, I feel discouraged sometimes. Welcome to another episode of Two Cups of Truth, live from Boom Studios here in Atlanta, GA. This podcast is dedicated to discussing civil and social issues affecting our community and our culture. I am Tay Gotti, better known as the Relationship Rabbi, and to my left is the Queen of the House, the one and only Razzle Dazzle. What's going on? What's going on? Are you are you going? We got guests in the house, so I don't know if you want to go by the queen of R&B. I'm the, that's me. That's me. And so, so yes, uh, Razzle Dazzle. The queen of? The voice of reason. And the queen, queen of R&B. And what the Ratchet, R&B? Ratchet and Boosh. Ratchet and There you go. <laughs> there you go. We're here. We're and, here. Then, and in the corner pocket, in the corner pocket, of course, we got none other than the Nick Nolte. <laughs> Oh, podcast. <laughs> every I, Sunday. I switched it up every, every Sunday, Sunday, but this yeah, Sunday yeah. is the Nick Nolte. He was a little grumpy early in the week, like Nick Nolte, so he, he kind of, oh, yeah. you know, getting vibrant like Papa Smurf, you know what I'm saying? Hey, he we, working. He we working. Hey, out. man, the Smurfs are one of the best wholesome cartoons ever, man. They learned like, a lot of life lessons from the Smurfs, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Hey, man, you got your game. Hey, real, if you out the hood and you grew up, uh, eating frozen cup, drinking Kool Aid, yeah. going to the can later house. You know what I'm saying? Like, you realize what the Smurf really was. That had already showed you how yeah. one woman can run a whole village. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let's go. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, it had already put you up on game, but you exactly. got to be straight hood to understand that. So, in the corner pocket, of course, everybody old and new, that is Magic the Big Homie. The best engineer in podcasting in the corner. How was everybody week this prior week? Excellent. Productive. Relaxing. Okay. All right. Just checking on everybody. Checking the temperature in the room. Right. How was your week? Oh, you know, I'm low key. We got one more week of school. And the sad part about it, I'm glad it's one more week of school, but the kids still at the house. (laughs) So they still eating up all the groceries. I literally, every, I got to at least take the trash out at least once every two days now since mm-hmm. they've been at the house. A full situation. Full. I'm like, look, y'all need to go back to school. Y'all eat up all the groceries. Bills don't <laughs> went up. I'm like, look, y'all, y'all tripping. Right. And, but, you know, camp coming around the corner, so maybe we'll get a little break. Now, yeah, are now. all three of them going to camp? Um, that's still in, up in the air. We don't okay. know yet. We're still okay. trying to find some camp. Okay, well, if you um, hear anything about these toddlers, you send me a hoodie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. I see you alley. Please. So, you know, <laughs> of course... You know, it's, it's not every day that on any given weekend or any given major network, an individual can turn on the television and, and see a friend or a teammate from high school uh, doing what they were destined to do. It brings pride to your community, it brings pride to your city, and it also brings pride to oneself. Now, this particular situation, I can remember it was years ago. I was a senior in high school. It was like Tuesday, Wednesday night. And I asked my mom, I said, hey, mom. I said, let me use your car. She was like, for what? I'm like, what you want? I got, I got places to be. I said, well, I do too. She said, why? I said, well, you know, the boys playing tonight. The girls was nice at Tri-City too. Right. And I'm they like, were, look, 
I gotta get back to the school and it's cold. I don't feel like catching the 84 mile hour. Let's go. And I don't feel like walking down Washington Road. So I need to use your car. And she said, look, man, she's like, what's so important about today? I said, well, you know, this is a young cat supposed to be starting tonight. And I ain't gonna name a name right now because I wanna finish my intro. <laughs> I said, well, he's supposed to be starting tonight and I need to go see what the what the rah rah all about. Right. <laughs> I, I, I need to see because I don't see what I thought I done saw this far. Right. And it's a lot of rah rah going on about that young man and I I need to go see for myself with my own eyes. Is, is it all facts? Right. See you what's know? going on. Yeah, see what's going on. Yeah. Now I'm gonna be honest with y'all, I, I can't remember if we won or lost. Okay. I can't even remember how many points the young man scored. But I do remember the very next day, or the following days of school, mm -hmm. that when you start, you know, greeting them with that, with that, with that, <laughs> what up, Charlotte? You know what I'm saying? You give them that complimentary South, South introduction back in the day. What's up, Charlotte? Yeah. And as an upperclassman in the sports universe, when you get spoken to by an upperclassman, as a youngster, even when I was in 10th grade, getting dapped up about Jonas Jennings and, and Randy Thomas, you know, it that means something to you. Right. You know, right. and it meant something. It's like a rite of passage. Right. So it meant something for me to be like, what's up, Charlotte? Even though he was taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> it still was like, yeah, you 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 arrived. You, right. so, you know, you, right. you, you're you going through the ranks. Right. Welcome. Exactly. But as a young man, and even as an adult, this gentleman has always embraced me with the smile and with good energy. So it came to no surprise when I found out that he would be playing for Jim Calhoun at UConn after graduating from Tri-Cities High School. Good things happen to good people who work hard and have a good heart. That's a major killer. So I'm, I'm gonna repeat that. Good things happen to good people who work hard and have a good heart. Our guest today, known as the Concierge of Connecticut, Yes, the concierge. While playing in UConn because of his ability to score on his opponents at any time. Will later play on professional basketball, excuse me, will later play professional basketball in France, Spain, Lithuania, and Russia, just to name a few. He is the only hooper in Atlanta history that run and shoot would shut the gym down to the public for him. Let's go. So him and his crew. And that's major. So him, that's and, his, major. So him and his crew could hoop in peace. That's, 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 that's major. <laughs> look how he's looking. That's big facts. <laughs> <laughs> now, for those who who not familiar with the Atlanta mythology, running shoot was a popular 24-hour gym with at least 10 to 12 full courts inside, slap dab in the middle of Stewart Avenue. Yes, that's So that's got to be major. You come home and you look and you tell, you know, hey, my fire, we want to run, but you know, right. we ain't trying to. Don't worry about it, sir. We'll shut it down for you. Right. Because right. you got to pay what it was $5 back then to get in and work out mm. right. back in the day. So, with the mantra of all your moment, he has clawed and carved his lane in the basketball universe as one of the premier trainers in the country. With over 2,500 trained players to date and 2,500 more to go, one of his professional goals is to become an NBA basketball trainer. For the first time in Boom Studios, on Two Cups of Truth, I'm going to switch things up today. I normally ask people to stand up, give a round of applause, but what I want you all to do, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, 
is if you don't mind, can you do me just one huge favor? Everybody listening and watching all over, I want you to use your imagination and I want you to close your eyes and I want you to look out that window and get inside that 78 LTD. Yes. I want you to get inside and get those keys and turn the LTD on and let's go back to the future. Let's go back to 20 years ago. Let's go back to 2001 on the campus of UConn inside the Harry Gamble Arena. You see the smoke from the smoke machine? <laughs> I see it. You see the mascot Jonathan the Husky going crazy interacting with the fans. Got everybody on their seat. I see it. And now, Introducing your University of Connecticut 2001 men's basketball team. Starting guard at 6-4 from East Point, Georgia, number two, Robert Swain. Cut the check, Fuzzy. <laughs> I took a job when the Hawks started playing for the, you Ooh, know, Nets. That's my favorite brother. It don't make no difference. I need to check. <laughs> What's up, fuzz? What's going on with you, man? How you doing? Hey, man, I'm blessed, brothers. And it's blessed to have you in here. Thank you for having me, man. Hey, man, like I tell all the guests, our goal was to give flowers to everybody that flowers was due to. Yeah. You know, I think everybody takes a bit of peace from anything that they have a passion for. And yes, Nori was the first person to quote it on his podcast with Drink Champ, but we took that and said, you know what, we're going to do it, but we're going to do it on the scale of our hometown heroes. You know, the people that in California may not necessarily know about unless they heavy in basketball, unless they heavy into training. And I said, you know what, Fuzzy, I called my a and shout out to Fembro. I said, hey, man, I need to, I need to connect with Fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> and he blessed me, man. So how, how you said you're doing good, but brother, how, like, own your moment, man. Yeah. Tell the people, like, what inspired you in that space and time that you said, hey, you know what? I got to own my moment. Man, you feel me? <laughs> man, you about to make me. for me okay but uh you know I can take you back I was at a dark place in my life mm -hmm. and um you know I ain't had no family no friends I was just in a six by nine cell I didn't know if it was daytime I didn't know if it was nighttime mm -hmm. I didn't know the time of the day I didn't know when I was gonna eat I didn't know what time it was you know so I had I had two choices man either either die or become strong. So I said, you know what? I got to own my moment. Wow. You know what I mean? So I began to read, started educate myself. Mm -hmm. I started visualizing, and seeing where I want to go in two and a half years, where I want to be. Right. And it just was a process. Yeah. So own your moment. That was the only thing, because at that moment, regardless of what I wanted or whatever, that was my moment. That was my time. 
So I had to really identify with the truth and the facts. Mm -hmm. Like I had to own up like, this is what I got to do, you know. I got a future outside of here, but I can't worry about my kids. I can't worry about my wife. I can't worry about my parents, my mom, my family members. Because in order for me to be able to come back and take care of my kids or take care of my family, I had to make sure that I was a 100% golden. Mm -hmm. I had to make sure that I knew who I was again. Cool. So it was like I had a reincarnation, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. That's awesome, that's awesome. So does, uh, when you look back on it, what would this fuzzy say at this age say to the 18-year-old fuzzy? Coming out of UConn, getting ready to, you know, play and be recruited by the great Jim Calhoun. Like, what what, what do you think that conversation would be if you were on this side of the table at 18 and this side of the table now? What would you say to him? Okay. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm, even though I'm, I'm fuzzy now. Yes. And I'm dealing with Calhoun now. <laughs> yeah. I'll be, I'll be the top draft pick. Yeah. Um, first off, I would be disciplined. Mm -hmm. um, I would, I would leave East Point, the city of Atlanta. I would leave it in East Point. I would leave it in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Because when you get to that level, it's a business. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not about what you did in high school. It's not about what you did in AAU. Mm -hmm. They paying these coaches millions of dollars. So you, you, you really, you really work for them. Mm -hmm. You got to be respectful. It's a certain way you talk to them. It's a certain way you talk to your teammates. Um, it's a certain way that you go about your day-to-day -day schedule. Uh, if you're going to UConn, a school like UConn or a Power 5 school, the number one goal is first, you ain't thinking no degree. You thinking like you want to be a professional athlete. Right. So with being a professional athlete, things that come along with that is the foods you put in your body, the work ethic, the proper amount of sleep, what you drink, the relationships you build, you know, what you read, you know what I mean? Those types of things. So I would be more of a student of myself. Mm. Gotcha. So I, I I called around and got some some because I you know I didn't hoop it try high <laughs> so but I still had to get some bits and pieces. Um, and one of your teammates said, "Well, ask Fuzz, <laughs> what was his battleground? Is it Charles A. Green? Is it Jimmy's and Jim? Is it something part?" Woo! <laughs> so where where you know your scrapes and bruises at? So when you got uh, ready for game day, you oh, were sharp. Man. So you know we played in all along, um, played in all the gyms at right. E Point, but right. the one where I got the more wounds, the more battle scars, and were battle tested, it was Jefferson. It's Jefferson. It's Jefferson. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. seemed like. You know, for me, I know I'm kind of, you know, behind y'all, but not far. It seemed like Jefferson was the one that kind of had, like, the most, I guess, collective action. So that yeah. makes sense. Jefferson, man, it was the best to get the best. Right. Yeah. And, then, right. and then if you win the best, and you was a street dude, you was in the street, and you could play, you just didn't make the team because you ain't had a grade. Exactly. You still was in now. Right, exactly. So, it was, yeah, Jefferson. It had yeah. it with Jefferson. Exactly. Hey, so that's what I wanted to know. Like, uh, you go back and you talk about you got to be able to talk. You got to know how to talk. Like, so there's a lot of retarded people just ain't going to make it in there because they don't know how to talk. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. no, stop, stop. <laughs> Let me warn Fuzzy. Fuzzy, this is our antagonist right no, now. No, listen. So, 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 if we say it's blue, yeah. 
He'll go and look at the crayon box and say, well, you know, it's a different kind of blues. Nah. Which blue is y'all? Nah, I just want to know because there's so many retarded people that are very gifted as athletes. Yeah. I'm talking about they just super crazy. They super stupid. Yeah. I'm talking about, but they super gifted. Super gifted. How they deal with them folks? I'm talking about the real retarded one, but that can I can play everybody. That can I jump everybody. That can I shoot everybody. But they retarded. How they deal with those? But it it, it just depends, man. Your attitude is everything. They got terrible attitude. They retarded, but they can do they, hey, they thing. They ain't gonna play. I was just about to say that. Damn. To me, yeah. that's the equivalent of a, a superior uh, employee. Yeah. That comes in, goes as they want. They have, like you said, have a bad attitude versus somebody who is willing to learn. They don't, they don't, they can't hold the light to the superior one, but they show up on time yep. and they're eager. And those, they, type, those types of players come around once every 15, 20 years. Exactly. So, you know what I mean, yeah. Hey, so you mean to tell me that if somebody would have benched Dion if he had a bad attitude? <laughs> they wouldn't bench him. That was one of the one every yeah. 15, 20. Every and fifteen twenty. I'm, I'm saying that somebody. I'm saying so. That's that's what I'm talking about. This something's really, you know, like I don't want to call name. But what the boy? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, the Winston, Jamie Winston. Jameson. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, you, we know he retired. He touched. Yeah. Yeah, he retired. I mean, retired. but like you know, what I'm saying they know. Look, you knew if he's still going to Walmart, you at Florida State, you ain't going to class. Like, yeah. like you knew you weren't going, he knew you ain't doing nothing. Oh, so, yeah. so what about the ones like that? Have you ever played with one that was just extra yeah. crazy, retarded, <laughs> but they was like, but they were just so good. But they was exceptional. Yeah. Right. They was exceptional. They, 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 their mindset was different. They outworking everybody. Right, but they retarded. With little effort. Yeah. They ain't finna do nothing right. They ain't finna go to class, they ain't finna talk, they ain't finna be respectful. Yeah. They know they got this gift. They know they got the gift. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that movie. What's the name of that movie? That lady drunk the shit out that coke. Um. Uh. What? She drunk the hell out of coke. Um. Uh, nah, you know it start with an M. Do y'all y'all don't watch movies and shit? Man? <laughs> I just that that right there was just like such a ooh yeah. man. Man, what's <laughs> the name? Of, they just um. Uh, <laughs> My rain is bottom. Uh, oh, why you, you talking why you about my, my rain? You talking about the blues singer with? Uh, yeah, my rain. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, my rainy. Yeah, my rain. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Okay. She ain't give a shit. She was like, she knew what her talent was. She said, "Shit, I'm gonna drink Coca Colas. I'm gonna do everything I need for you to do before I give my gift to you." Yeah. And some athletes just. They crazy, like, but they don't give a fuck. They will make them code That's to get them everything they have to get them before I release my. Cause they, cause they good. They great. They be great players. You, you, you mean to tell me you gonna bench the greatest player you ever seen my, in your life? On the coach, cause but I see, tell you what now, Coach Saber gonna bench you. No, he, I, I don't think so. Coach Saban, okay. Coach Saban, Coach Saban is going to bench. That was a respect thing versus <laughs> a outright, I'm just not going to do what I need to do. They retarded like they don't believe they supposed to. They retarded for but real. Yeah. They can't read. Hold on, man. We're not, not going to write this so far. <laughs> right, because I have a question. I have a question. So <laughs> you, you see say, how they do me? <laughs> you you see how they do me, but yeah. I'm just saying though, fuck, you feel me though, yeah. dog. It's yeah. some real retarded, like it. you know what I'm saying. But you want one of them, yeah. the retarded oh, one. No, fuck, they had a three five. That don't mean you're not retarded. 
Okay. Look at Albert Einstein. Okay, so check this out. So you said that those, like the Dion, and I'm guessing you mean Dion Sanders, come around every 15 years. So you mean to tell me that the players that are, that have, I guess that lack social um, etiquette, but have exceptionally well skill set when it comes to athletics, those people come around more frequently. Is that what you're saying? Mm-mm. I was saying. Okay. I was saying the greatest of the greatest. Like, right. Like you got LeBron and guys like that. Those guys come around every. 15 years. 15 years. Okay. Yeah, okay. 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 That was just. Now, sometimes I can't have a blind moment. So that, I think no. that was just me. Yeah, you just, like, had, what? you just had one. No, because. So, um, yeah. Y'all know why I went there. Because he was like, every 15 years. So I was like, well, shit, do that mean like the good players are coming more frequently? They just don't have. They're just not well balanced. You uh, see you, what I'm saying? You know, different okay. levels. You got good and you got great. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so check this out. The good ones that may be um, good, but they're disciplined. Can you, I guess, coach them into being great? Or are the, is it possible to coach some people into greatness? Uh, you can, but a lot of that going to already be instilled in them. Gotcha. Okay. They got to have a heart. You can't coach nobody into great. Like, if I were coaching kids, Oh, See, that's why you might need to hire me to come work at your camp and do your and do your thing. If I was coaching kids, and before I need to know how much heart you got, so I'm gonna ask the kids, "Look, what would you do if Mike Tyson walked up and spit on you?" <laughs> and depending Pull out that and, de- and depending on their answer, that's gonna let me know if I can coach them. Cause I need somebody. Who got some heart? Because oh, <laughs> no because I so what? Ain't no so, need. So this is how you this is how you reword that question. <laughs> uh, coach, Coach yeah. Wayne. Yeah. When you have a, a new player, uh-huh. female or male, come to your camp, uh-huh. and you we all value our parents' hard-earned money, mm-hmm. and you like I wrote in your bio, you were a coach. You are a coach that cares about the players and the parents and the gauntlet to play at an elite level. That's right. So you seeing and being a centered guy, you said, you know what? This parent is paying this amount of money, and I'm looking at this kid. How do you break that kid to say, hey, you got it, or I'm going to show that you don't have it so your parents don't continue to waste their money? I'm not going to. Okay. I'm not going to never. Tell a player that they don't have it. Okay. I'm not going to never tell a parent that it ain't nothing I can't do for your daughter or your son. Mm-hmm. Because I believe that even if you're not basketball, what I got to give to them, it could carry them through life. There okay, let's yeah. go. It's a, See, it's a right business. What you call but, very well but, but, but I can't let this guy off the hook. Oh, Lord. No, I can't let him off the hook. You mean to tell me, like, you know greatness when you see it, right? That's right. And you don't know ungreatness. You don't know, like, this ain't nothing. Like, this like ain't going nowhere. I mean, like, you know, they might go on to be great people in life, write great books, do poetry or something. But they are not going to end up a basketball player. And you know this, don't you? When you see some of them, don't you know that they not going to be a basketball player? Yeah, I can see that sometimes. Well, by the time, by the time a parent approaches you, or I don't know if kids approach you, like, hey, will you coach me? You already know that the parent knows whether they have a poet on their hands or an athlete. You but know watch this, but watch this, though. See, I get a lot of phone calls, too, because a lot of kids need the uh, the guidance. Mentorship, yeah. The mentorship. Mm-hmm. They need the motivation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because a lot of kids go through bad grades. They smoking weed. They doing it. They doing that. 
So a lot of parents come to me and really want their kid to really be battle tested. Mm -hmm. you know gotcha, what I'm gotcha. So, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And that here. makes sense too, because I'm not sure, I know, I have, my daughter's three, so I haven't gotten into anything quite that dedicated, but I have a 14-year-old cousin who plays basketball, yeah. and honestly speaking, this is absolutely no lie, it's the high school coaches that have been following her since she played for PAL, since she's been in middle school, she's Sweet. actually on her way now, and she played AAU, her mom don't pay for her to play, because they just say, we want you on our team, they come pick her up, they give her just the outfits, everything. It literally can be she's playing for PAL, her middle school, when she was playing last school year. And for multiple AAU teams that tried to recruit her and grandma, like, she don't have enough time in her day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I've seen, you know, kids that are, I guess, going on that path that want to do stuff like that. But then they like, okay, cool. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, um, you know, stay on the course because everybody pulling at her. Everybody pulling at her. Yeah. So, but she is one of those people naturally gifted but she been playing since she she has a twin brother or she has a twin brother and some older cousins so she been playing with boys right. her whole life and when she started playing in the neighborhood it was a bit more boys and right. so now that's you know kind of what she how she moves and how she operates right i'm gonna but, study, I'm study with him uh when i first started training she two out of two out of three kids were handicapped <laughs> Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Hey. <laughs> For real, bro. Hey, man, can I look? First of all, I can afford the last. See, y'all can't see. Hold on. Let me get them straight over here real quick. See, I can afford. <laughs> see, you get everybody can, in the studio no, straight. Everybody looking at you like. Can I can, let me explain then. Okay. Cause, look, cause I'm representing my clique. See, y'all ain't went through nothing like I've been through. Like see, for, uh, first, see, first of all, I grew up with a speech impediment, so they want to put you in speech. So speech is in the same classroom with all the with all the other handicapped and retarded kids. So once you go in now, you you that that's who you with. That there's no way you can shake it when you come out of there and they see you come out of there. What are you retarded? You know what I'm saying? You handicapped? You know what I'm saying? So that's my click. So I always say I got to see. Look, I'm representing for us. Y'all might not understand. But did my click over here. You know what I'm saying? Because we retarded together. That's why I be asking questions. Because I be wanting to know, do you discriminate against us? Do you discriminate against people like me? Nah. So I be wanting to know. So, but, that, but, but I'm happy to know that you did, you know, coach up some handicapped basketball players. And so, and, um, because I did the same thing in uh, the theater. I did a play, The Wiz. And I did it with all special needs kids yeah. and they were like oh you know you shouldn't be doing this you know no okay these people they look and see and hear the same thing you look and hear and see and they see you on stage that they want to be on stage too the same way they see you playing basketball they want to play basketball too i think everybody should get their shot right but I, that was, but this that but, was but this I my click though so don't come for me <laughs> so, so, so i'm assuming and i'm not for sure i'm gonna ask it when you say you started with two kids but for how many months months. at the beginning? Two out of three. Fifteen. Fifteen months. Fifteen months. Come off the pick and hit this shot. Yeah, yeah my. <clears throat> that's one of the things, man. I knew like, if I work with a kid, I had to give a kid my all, whatever, whatever it may be, because 
if somebody less talented and somebody see that and they see where they done made that much improvement, right. well, somebody want to know who you work with, who you develop it with. Right. Then they come, then they going to tell somebody. Mm -hmm. See, I never really did no marketing and this and that. I just really started marketing. A lot of my stuff from, from my business, it, it come from uh, word of mouth. Mm -hmm. Correct. You know what I mean? It's just word of mouth. Mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. awesome. yeah, I checked out your uh, Instagram page once Tay shared it, and I was scrolling, and I was like, dang, these some young beasts in these streets. Yeah. And my best uh, birthman was, I was like, good day. And I'm not athletic. I play tennis. Okay. Basketball was a little too... Uh, uh, hands on for me, I got you. and so but my sister played and my brother played basketball and other sports of that. So I do have a respect and an understanding of it, um, and I know what it takes. So seeing these kids doing these moves, I'm like, good grief! Yeah. And they look like they in high school or middle school or something, and I'm like, sheesh! Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, so look, let's I take our quick. first sponsor. Yeah, which let's is let's take our first break. Uh, the show today, of course, is being sponsored by Swain Basketball Academy, owner and CEO, Mr. Coach Robert Swain. You can find him on Instagram at Swain underscore basketball. And, of course, his website is www.swainbasketballacademy.com. And his contact info, you want me to get about your number as well? Okay. 678-910-5931. Once again, our first sponsor for today's show is Swain Basketball Academy. And we have Mr. Coach Swain in the studio with us. So, I, I want to ask you about college talk. Name off some names. Jeff Walks, Louisville. Johnny Taylor, UGA. Coach Banghart, UNC. Adia, or Adia Barnes, University of Arizona. When you hear college talk, was that a representation of your of your character in order to pull those resources to come and sit and talk with you on college talk about basketball, about the recruitment trail, about the next upcoming star at their program and things of that nature? Quick that? question before you those names that you listed are your trainer or people kids no, those that you are head coaches that he's that he's connected to oh that you got you yeah. okay I so just he on that. his coach talk he's brought these coaches in and you know when he in his promo he says i prepare myself when i talk to your parents i prepare myself when i talk to your coaches gotcha so okay. you gotta have some some your character has to beat you before you get to an interview right gotcha <laughs> you, <see? laughs> you learn that in life like hey it's just like saying, Coach Swain want to talk to you. It might be a brand new coach at University of Florida, but they might know somebody that was in Europe, uh, in, in Louisiana, uh, Lithuania, sorry, and say, hey, yeah, Coach Swain, good guy. Yeah, I think it'd be good for you. So how did that kind of transition from academy to now college talk? Well, college talk, man, see, I work with a lot of kids throughout the country. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of those colleges that I a lot of those college coaches that I uh, interview, a lot of those kids, they're they recruiting throughout the country. Mm -hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, and, and younger kids. So those college coaches, when they go out to recruit, they see kids' game elevating and elevating. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just built built my report. Built my report with the college coaches. They respect me. They know where I play ball. They know the work I have done. And I respect them as well. Mm -hmm. College talk actually came when we were doing the pandemic. We wasn't even two weeks in the pandemic. But they were telling them we couldn't leave the house. So I'm just sitting in the bed. I'm like, you know, 
but what's next? How can I continue to build Swain Basketball Academy? Right. How can I continue to help the kids I train, other kids around the country, because they can't go to the gym? Right. I said, you know what? I need to talk to these college coaches. Yeah. Right. The college coaches can tell these players what they need to be working on during these times mm -hmm. or what to expect when the pandemic is over, what they expect, what are they looking for, what kind of grades you got to make. A lot of the coaches say the same thing, speaking on attitude, being right. coachable, taking care of your body, you know what I mean, working hard, mm -hmm. being disciplined. So, and That's what's up. Outside of that, how did it affect that your current roster of kids? Uh, of 250, 200, I'm sure you got a personnel to kind of help you guide the program. And, and, and man, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Uh, a, a lot. It, it affected a lot, but I'm just one man. Yeah. I'm just one man, bro. <laughs> and I, sometimes I get overwhelmed with, with what I'm doing because it's hard to find people you can trust. Mm -hmm. Right. That's the key. It's right. hard, man. Like, it's just hard to find people you can trust, man. I don't been burnt a lot, man. Really helping a lot of people. Really helping a lot of trainers get on now. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm happy to see they operate and they give that God got for them. But it's a way you go about about doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah question, question. Question. No, I ain't really got no question. No. I mean, I just. I'm just sitting here like, you know what? I was just sitting here thinking. I said, dude, he paid. You know, he ain't. You know, he ain't fold. You know, he ain't, you know, he ain't, <laughs> he ain't fold, you know, cause you know, cause sometimes like, see, when they go back, you say, look, watch this footage of this two cups of truth podcast. See, you know, like I tried to see, and then, then, then they get the chance to see a real response. They see a, a truthful response. You stayed in your see, this is what you do. See, you know, so, um, so you stay, see, you ain't fold. So you can say, go back and watch this. The guy tried me. I ain't fold. I was, you know, I am who I say I am. You right. know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Oh, it ain't God. no game. So, you know, so, uh, and that's what's supposed to happen when you come. You say, you know what? I got a piece of truthful footage right here. Correct. Authentic. Authentic. Oh, God. So it's, uh, but, you know, but I just like to salute the fact that you ain't fold, you know. So, but I know one thing that I, we talked about third that I did want to get to know or uh, see when it comes to comedy. Like who is your round your Mount Rushmore comedy? Like who? Like who you? Like who is your Mount Rushmore comedians? Like I'm talking about. Like who you give it to? I told him you had a sense of humor. Yeah. And when I did that, it just expanded. Yeah. To, well, so I can we give? Who, can we give uh, some not examples, but like can we give a list of five? You know yeah, I want to hear his Ron Rush. He know what that Rush is for. Yeah, yeah, he know he know what that is. Yeah, I I did like one man. Who? I like Cat Wee. Oh, okay. Cat like one. Oh, he said like Cat. I, I can deal with Cat. Like that's it. your Ron, your Mount Rushmore and, comedian. Just one Cat Wee. I, I like uh, I like Steve Harvey too. Yeah. Okay, I'm a Robin Williams guy. That's my that's my Uno. It, Robin it, Williams. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, uh, Robin Harris, my apologies. Robin Harris. Yeah, the late great. Well, both of them were late great. Right, right. Robin Harris and Burns. Fuzzy, uh, quick question, and we'll, we'll get back to that because magic is funny. Yeah. What was one of the challenges when you, you discovered, like, hey, this is my destiny, I'm going to train players? And I, I understood when you got the knack to say, you know what, this is it. You know, I thought it was this. And we, when we talked earlier, we were speaking about how everybody want to go to the Castle, but nobody wants to go to the cave. Mm, you gave me goosebumps, doubt. You feel me? Yeah. And and you say, you know, 
when I when it, when I saw the, it, another engagement, you were saying you reached out to somebody that you looked up to. Yeah. And you were trying to just you you know your destiny. You said I know what the Most High told me. That's right. And I'm talking to you, and I'm telling you this my vision. Yeah. I respected you. Yeah. In a capacity to ask you to help me with my vision. Yeah. And you tell me now. Nah, I got a partner though. They got car wash. Yeah. Hmm? And you like what? This fuck, <laughs> man. Yeah. I'm calling you, bro, and you hit me with. Okay, I see what you doing. Yeah. So I really go slam bricks at the construction. Yeah. Then I sit there and fold and do this. That's right. And so when you say, okay, I'm grinding, I'm hustling, I'm still focused on my vision. What was the challenge to find the correct facility or the best facility that you said, you know what? Yeah. I saw this. This is the vision for now. I can agree with this and I know we're going to expand to something bigger in the near future. Yeah. So, I I knew, I, I, I didn't get mad at that person mm -hmm. because I knew only, only you know your goals and your dream. Mm -hmm. Right. Only you know. Everybody else entitled to their opinion. So I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't not like the person or I didn't hate them. Yeah. I didn't care. I just knew that the road would be tougher. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I had to start from ground zero. I had, man, I had went through four, five different gyms, but nobody wouldn't allow me in the gym by me being a uh, convicted felon. Mm -hmm. Nobody would allow me in the gym because I was already labeled. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And before I was left penitentiary, they told us, like I had a re-entry program like maybe six weeks before my release date. And they said, you know, when y'all, when you get out, you know what I mean? You can't bear arms, uh, you, you can't vote. You, you gotta go be a, a, a construction worker. You, you gotta be a painter. Not not so much that those are bad jobs, mm -hmm. but they were saying you, you're gonna be a laborer, bro. A laborer. It was restricted. Yeah, yeah you you restricted, and I never allowed that to enter my spirit. Right. You know what I mean. So I was willing to do whatever I had to do. So I did construction work for ninety days. Right. And every time I got paid, I bought a basketball. So. Mm -hmm. I knew my vision still then. Right. And right. I just knew construction, that ain't, that ain't what God told me. Right. So that, and that was a test. And that was that discipline. Was another test. You that know was what I'm saying? Test. Discipline. Seeing if you're going to be disciplined enough to do something that you don't want to do yeah. to get to where you want to be. It's all about how bad you want it, though. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Hey, man, we got feeders out here that God give us feeders. That's what, like, if you're, taking a, if you're talking in, like, a coach term, they like to say, well, what did they come from? They want to feed up a proper program, right? But so sometimes God have a feed up a pro program for, for us. We can't see it, yeah. but he be feeding us and putting us in the situations that we need to be in to even get the things that we need to be yeah. to do what we got to do. Because this challenge ahead is going to be hard. Right. So you got to get conditioned. You got to you know, get some work in. Um, a lot of times, like, you know, I just like to guide people in a way and let them know, like, sometimes, sometimes you ain't going through nothing. You getting what you prayed for. Yeah. Like, I prayed to be great. Like, whatever I do, I want to be great at it. So I'm riding down 21. They're like, Lord, why I'm going through all this? What, what's really going on with me? And um, and what happened when it hit me, it was like, it wasn't nothing happening. I wasn't, I wasn't mm -hmm. going through nothing. God had gave me my test 
that I needed right. so my testimony could be great. So when it's told, I like I be great, I be considered to be great. How I'm gonna be great? And I ain't went, if it was just an easy walk. Right. Yeah. If it if it if it was just I ain't go through nothing. I just ain't nobody gonna be like, okay, well you ain't nothing great about that. What you do? Yeah, well, yeah. well without a test, there is no testimony. Absolutely. And I always tell, even my daughter, I always tell her, you know, it's it's cool to be pretty. It is it, it, okay. Yeah, that's just that's natural. Right. I said, but you got to do the work. Yeah. I said more than anything, you got to have character because right. when some when your third grade teacher talk to your fourth grade teacher. When they get that roster, they gonna go down and they gonna call the teacher they had last year and say, "Marley, what's the skinny on Marley Grace?" Absolutely. Oh, sh Stella, ain't gotta worry about her. Right. She gonna do her work. Her dad is gonna play. She good. You see. So when it when this call when this coach when when Jeff Walks called Coach Bainhart, hey, Swain just hit me up. Uh, with oh, solid, no issues. It, 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 it's 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 gravy. No right. worries about it. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, this is a, this is a true story. And I wanted to tell you this morning. I said, Nah, I'm gonna wait till I see him. I'm coming out of public syndicate. This is three years ago. Mm -hmm. One of my classmates from college, she called me, and I tell you her name offline, and she say, Yo, what up, Tay? I said, What's going on? She like, Not much. Um, we got time to talk. I said, Yeah, I got time. What's up? So I'm sitting in the car, turning the AC on. It hot. I'm like. I'm, you know, in the in the car, I'm like, she need to come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? She was like, uh, my son, he, uh, you know, he's pretty good in basketball. This and the third, I've been looking at some academies for him, mm -hmm. you know, to practice it. And um, so far, he's been at Swain Academy. Mm -hmm. I said, oh, okay, he went fun. And she's like, yeah, but I just wanted to get your feedback about him. Cause mm. I I know mm. I know what they say, but I'm still going off the strength of somebody that I know. Yeah. For his, the interaction with her and myself, yeah. and I know his dad. Yeah. And so she says, you know, like like I said, she knows about the cave, and now you're in the castle. So she says, well, what do you think? I said, Shit, you where you need to be. I said, I don't oh know what. I yeah. and me and you hadn't even crossed paths at that time yeah. until we seen each other at Dillard's a yeah. while back. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, no. Nah. I said, you trying to make sure your kid gonna get the proper training, he gonna get the proper discipline, and at the same time in the environment and the temperature we are in Atlanta, you got somebody that can look and spot somebody and say, hey, that ain't the wrong person, that ain't the right person you need to be with. Right. Or they can see that attitude shifting and say, hey, what's going on at home? Or who you been around? Because you, this ain't the person you was two months ago when you first came to the camp. What right. shifted? Right. I said, so if you're trying to, and when you when these kids go off to college, it's deeper than just, I'm going to get an education too. You are a surrogate father to these children. Yeah. So in that timeline today in your presence, you are a surrogate father to those girls and to those young men when they at your academy. That's right. And I said, if you pull him out of the academy, you'll be making the wrong decision. Mm -hmm. And she said, "That's all I need to know." Mm -hmm. That's deep. and so right. That's just to let you know you got. Even though you know people always show their left hand, you got more people in your corner yeah. than you probably assume because you don't hear these stories every day. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's just a testament for me to you that I, I already put that stamp of approval from a, a situation two, three years ago. Mm, I appreciate that, bro. So, imagine, let's go to the second sponsor, if you don't mind. 
Who we got? I think we had Woo Crab, Woo Crab Legs. Mm. Fuzz, you like crab? You like seafood? That's all I eat. The, <laughs> man, if you can, when you got the time, you got to go back to maybe three episodes ago. We got a local uh, grill master named Woo's Crab Legs. Mm-hmm. Boss man brought in what? What? Six seven pounds? Mm-hmm. Off the he smoking my guy. Really? Best in the business. Okay. It's our mutual friend's brother. Okay. I'm talking about serious. So, everybody, if you're still listening, you remember that episode. This sponsor's being sponsored by Wool's Grill Crab Leg Pans. Instagram is CoachWool's.CrabLegs. Contact number is 404-390-9881. Now, I know some of y'all are almost out y'all stimming. <laughs> so, hold on. It's hold the hold on to the stimmy, man. <laughs> Invest that stimmy in some crypto and some stocks, man. We got we got to get beyond the good stuff, man. And get beyond, get beyond the uh, the crab. I mean the Gucci, man. Go get you some crab legs, man. So uh, yeah. So what's what, what? I got a quick question for you. What's more challenging, man? Coaching the 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 young women or the young men? Because. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like I imagine you know, I, I dated the uh, the basketball point guard at Alabama State for a while, so mm-hmm. I used to hear little stories about attitudes and how especially the the male coach might have been a little little more hands on or tougher than the female coach and things of that nature. So, how, how, what's your take on that? Don't get me wrong, man. I like I like coaching girls. I like training and developing girls and boys. Mm-hmm. Well. I see, I, I like both of them. Correct. Yeah. But the thing is, hold on, the thing is, they're too close to truth. No, no. He a father, he got it. Damn, it is. See, he be breaking too much other stuff. Don't nobody care about all oh. that, man. He but, do, they do. Yeah, I want everybody fathers. I mean, how, how long you been living? 39. Okay, so by now, then it went down. So, okay, everybody fathers. Okay, you I'm know what I mean? I'm going to tell you, though. I'm going to tell you what I like, though, for real. Who give you the most attitude? Question well, I thought, well, who give you the most attitude? Who was we want harder to coach? I'm tell you what I learned. All right. It's the mic again, for us. my bad. There we I'm going to tell you what I learned. I, because I was coaching boy before I started coaching girl. Right. I like, I see, I ain't going to say I like. <laughs> but. He don't like. I can appreciate. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I, love, I, I like that. I, I got to go, Doc. I can appreciate training girls. Okay. Really? And I say that because girls gonna do exactly what you tell them to do. Ooh. And they gonna execute exactly what you say. So if you wanna make a girl be an all-star all-American and she listen, that's what she gonna be. Mm-hmm. With the boys, they gonna use the cheat code. And they retarded. Because <laughs> Because the boys, the boys, they listen less, and they use more of their athleticism that God gave them. Right. See, girls don't jump high, boys. Yeah. Right. So the game has to be played on the floor. There you right. Go. You know what I'm saying? So the technique, the fundamental skill set with the girl, I love teaching that to them. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to share a story with you. This was about two, about two and a half years ago. Right now, these girls, one just signed with South Carolina, and the other one going to Georgia Tech. The one in Georgia Tech, she's a junior. The one in South okay. Carolina, she's at the USA Trials right now. 
Okay. I was training one day, about two and a half years ago. And I looked back after I explained the drill, they were they was crying. They both was crying. And I looked at them, I said, you know what what's wrong with them? They looked at each other and did like this. I don't know. So I'm like, dang, man. I said, I can't coach every kid the same. So prior to that, I had already started to identify with the kid's emotional identity. Mm -hmm. Because imagine, I may say something to you, it might not move you. Mm -hmm. I may yell at you, I might not move you. I may yell at coach, it might move Tay. Mm -hmm. But I might have to talk to you like, okay, listen, Magic, this is what I need to do. I believe in you. I need you to go left and come back right, be ready. Him, I might have to yell at him for him to get it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I had to start identifying with the emotional identity of the kids. Right. Especially right. with the girls because. They're emotional. <laughs> they're very emotional. Right. Man, very emotional. See, that's why I couldn't do it. Right, because I was expecting, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I was expecting you know, but you know what? He made a great point about teaching, you know, you know what I mean? But, you know, especially, you know, uh, if he, people, they're more prone to follow a, a, a lead anyway, then, you know, listen. Again, listen. then, you know, males, we tiger, you got this lion in us that, you know, that we got the roar on our own. Yep. Um, so I can see how that makes sense, though. Yeah. So I know you mentioned you had a daughter. Is that your, do you have more kids? Yeah, yeah. I got five kids. My, uh, okay. my daughter. That's 14. Okay. She played basketball and volleyball. Okay. My daughter that's nine, she's played tennis and basketball. Okay. Yeah. My daughter that's seven, she's into gymnastics. Okay. And basketball. Okay. My son, he think he can just do everything. He, he five, he think he can just do everything. <laughs> Sound like somebody we know. Right. Just line, <laughs> line it up. And then, then my son that's 20, I got a son that's 20. Okay. You know, he into music and okay. stuff like that. Right. Okay. okay, cool. That's a good a good range, but it sounds like it's a lot of basketball in there. But those other combinations, the tennis yeah. and the gymnastics and basketball, all of them actually will help, yeah. you know, from the sports. I let them do whatever they want to do. They don't have to play basketball. Right, right, they right. They can do whatever they want to do, and I'm, I'm going to support it, whatever it is. Right, and that makes sense, cause, mm -hmm. and that's fair. Hey, if you were faced with a challenge and they ask, they say, hey, look, you got to look for five million dollars all you got to do is beat logo leonard one-on-one -on -one to a seven and you got to beat him by four points and you get five million dollars meaning that he can only score three times on you y'all going to seven five million dollars can you got down are you bringing the bag home am i gonna bring the bag home mm -hmm. he beat <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Logo Leonard, you're going to beat Damon Leonard. He beat. What's the real deal? He beat. Yeah, what you saying? Because if y'all can put me, y'all know I don't think no liquor basketball. I have no. You got to beat me, Coach. Who? You got to beat me. <laughs> hey. What's your most exciting And that's my favorite player. That's your favorite player. That's my favorite player. And you were, and, and you and you saying that you'll beat him by four. Dang but nigga. I ain't gonna beat him by four. No, I'm saying, but that's what I'm talking about for five million. I ain't gonna beat him by four. I'm talking about for for five million. They say, hey, look, you beat him going to seven. But you gotta beat him by four. I ain't gonna beat him again. I ain't gonna beat him by four. But you will beat him. And how bad would you beat him? 
I don't know, Coke, but I'm going for the win. <laughs> I was about to say, we can just, just the bad. I'm saying, no, I mean, because I felt like, you know, like, I know the late great, and people, I don't even say it no more because people get offended. But but mm -hmm. I was saying this before the man passed away. But, like, I felt like I could beat Kobe one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. I feel like, I feel one -on -one like. One-on-one in basketball? Yeah. Maybe on and so who you feel like you can yeah, be one-on-one -on -one. i mean everybody feel like they can beat somebody one like straight up who you feel like you can be you i was, I was shaming that don't get it i'm just saying but who you feel like you can be they lined up against you you like they say hey look i'm gonna beat up i'm gonna line up with these questions <laughs> nah, what you say? Because that's yeah. how we said, Serena, Venus, let's go. Yeah, nah. You can miss me with that, but we can go ahead and watch you something. Let me, let me have fuzzy this real quick. <laughs> oh man, you see how they be scared. Nah, hey, fuzzy. Yeah, he said he'll beat. He said he'll beat Diamond. Lee. I got three sections of questions. Well, three areas in the same question. <laughs> What's your most exciting moment as a player, as a coach, and as a father? Mm. And we can start with player first. All through from high school, you can even go from AAU all the way to playing overseas. What's your most exciting moment? As a people, player. As a player. People wouldn't, wouldn't know. My most exciting moment as a player, when my AAU team, we won our first national championship. And that's Celtics, correct? It's Celtics, yep. And it was over. 130-something team. Mm. And we won the last championship. Okay. Wow. I and was, how old were you? I was 14 years old. Okay. Man. Yeah, that's exciting. Well, yeah, the Celtics was tough, man. They still, you know, in our area, they reigned supreme. If, okay. you, if it was the Atlanta All-Stars, Georgia All-Stars. Georgia Stars. Yeah, Georgia Stars. If you you drop AAU name and it, you didn't hit them too. Folks were like, oh, okay. You said play. Because you had to be fine to make the team. Man, it was some athletes, man. And right. We're going to get to some names uh, later. So uh, what was your most exciting moment as a coach? Most exciting moment as a coach? Mm. As a player development coach? Mm -hmm. I, got a no I, got, I got a lot of them. Okay. I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say all 32 of them. I got 32 kids that I helped assist to go to college. Mm -hmm. Whether it's at Division One level, Division Two, JUCO. So I say those when I see them kids get on that dotted line right. and sign them papers, and their parents they gotta pay for them to go to school, mm -hmm. and now they're going to a new chapter of their life, and they are in control of that chapter. That's all the players I want. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So with that being said, another social issue um, that we discussed a few episodes back was HBCUs uh, petitioning that kids would have to take the COVID shot before coming back to campus. Mm. Have you been faced with that or have you heard of a player that came under your tutelage? Have they had to come back to you, you know, and say, hey, coach, talk to my parents. They're saying they want me to get the shot. I'm not really feeling it, but I respect your opinion. I just want to know what's your feedback on it. I want to sign to Tennessee, but I'm not really trying to take the shot. Mm -hmm. I had some players that asked me about it, and I and I kept it real with them, and I told them, I'm not going to tell you to do it. I'm not going to tell you not to do it. 
that's a decision that you have to make. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's best that you allow them to make them decisions because they're going to have to make them. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. And um, your most excited moment as a father. Now, your father five, I'm, I'm sure they all play sports. Of course, so and I don't want to <laughs> put you in the hot seat when you get back to the house and be like, Daddy, we done seen the episode and you seen <laughs> But specifically, your daughter who's highly recruited now. Mm -hmm. So I'll do that so you you don't even get out of the hot seat. They'll put me in the hot seat. Okay, okay. For now, what's, what's your most exciting moment and what are you looking for going forward as a father? Are you looking at and excited about that day? If that's her wish to go to the WNBA, to sit in that section at the facility and see her name being called. Mm. Now, she's 14, so she's just, August will be her entering into high school? August, she'll be a freshman. Okay, okay. Does she, is she in, has she signed with a high school? <laughs> she's going to uh, Holy Innocent. Mm. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. Is that down in Newman? Uh-uh, that's in uh, Sandy Spring, Roswell. Okay, okay. Yeah, cause she 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 didn't have to. I, I was just in tears when I seen her break that girl down like, like a Lego. <laughs> I want to see said, that oh. video. <laughs> <laughs> she gave her the hezzy, came to the little step <laughs> up. I was like, it sounds so nasty. It was because you know to break some. You know most time people right handed, and so you think right. they can't go left. Is she left handed or right handed? She love, but she go both. Okay. She's yeah. You feel me? That's so, good. So next time, you know, you 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 on the court, you observe the play. He's like, okay, they right handed. So you know, you thinking most of the time they ain't gonna drive to their right. Right. But she hit her with the hezzy and came back, and I just said on Virgil like a, <laughs> like, a, like a transform. <laughs> <laughs> she just slid across the floor. But it's and see that's a beast. Being left-handed, my brother was ambidextrous, and he played basketball and baseball really well. And that was one of his secret moves was being, I, I guess, dominant left-hand, but he could work with his right also. So that was a very, very smooth move oh, in being okay. able to go, he'll go to bat, and he'll bat right. Yeah. And then he'll move and bat left. And they'll be everybody looking like, what? Well, even the crowd will be kind of making noises. And like I said, I'm not that athletically inclined. So yeah, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, but the explanation left. of it. Somebody like, lefty. Man, when you when you sit in there you in the camps, I'm uh, not camps, excuse me, when you're at practice and you're doing the drills and you huddle the guys up and I see you giving them that word of encouragement, trying to uplift them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, that guy could might might have been a prophet. Might have been a preacher. <laughs> like, Say amen. Like, amen. I'm, I'm, he's like, you gotta own you. And I'm sitting there like, I you got a word. But I'm I'm remembering Swain at 14, 15. Like where you pull that energy from? That you know, I know it's all organic, and it come it pulled from somewhere. Yeah, it pulled from man. And just, and just vibe with me for a minute. Okay. It pulls from what an older me would have told me. Right, right, right. Because, see, I had everything. I had the game, the distance. I had all that in school, the college. But it pulls from I know what it take, man. You know what I mean? I put, it pulled on your moment. Pulled from at any. it ain't promised to you, man. Right. So you got to give your all at that particular time. Mm -hmm. It ain't promised to you. You know right. what I mean? So to answer your question, it just it pulled from pain, mm -hmm. pain is being released, mm -hmm. and I'm giving and I'm giving it to him in a nutrient way. Yeah. Gotcha. 
Not me. Yeah, man, because that stuff, that, I, and I'm sitting there watching, I'm like, that's not written. He, that's off the top of the dome, right. I say. <laughs> right. yeah. That's coming from within, right. you know, and that's what makes it so transparent. And, you know, I'm sitting here, and when I was writing the, the, the post on Instagram, he was like, man, you know, your mom and your parents getting up, working, this and that thing. I said, nah, that's, that's different. Right. You know, I know coaches, you know, we all got a job to do, but... Rarely do you find a coach that's really hands-on and has that transparency to say, I've been a player and I know how I feel to see mama get up and go work 12, 14 hours. That shit hurt, man. You feel me? And that will make you go that extra lap or shoot that extra 100 shots to say, because I don't want mama to have to do this no more. Right. I don't want daddy to have to do this no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just think, uh, and hopefully you've answered truthfully the other questions. Do you think the the coaching arena has gotten lighthearted toward the kids? And if so, how do you value or how do you view your coaching style? Are, are you hands-on? Are you tough love? Yeah. What's your coaching style? So me, man, me, you got a lot of people that they talk about wins and losses. Mm -hmm. I don't get caught up in the wins and losses. I get caught up in the development of the kid, man. Right. So with that being said, I'm a more hands-on. I'm hands-on direct, you know what I mean? And, and I feel like being hands-on direct, it alleviates a lot of self-doubt. You know what I'm saying? Cause just like a woman, a woman wanna feel important. Right. You feel me? You wanna feel important from your, your wife, mm -hmm. uh, Tay? Mm -hmm. You feel me? Same how you think them kids feel. They wanna feel important. Right. They wanna feel they somebody. And you gotta touch them. Mm -hmm. You gotta be intimate with them. And that makes sense. That makes that makes a lot. Yeah. Right. So so imagine, imagine me cussing out girls and boys in training. Imagine them running through the wall for me, exhausted when they leave my training. You know why? Mm -hmm. Because I showed them a, a level of intimacy. Mm -hmm. Right. Now they believe I can trust Coach Swain. Mm -hmm. He right. he loves me. Right. He dealt for me. Mm -hmm. He pushes me. Yeah. Right. He go to war with me. Mm -hmm. right. I can feel him. I can identify with him. He understands me. He know where I want to go. He gonna help me reach my goal. Mm -hmm. Right. And I and honestly, I think like that was that was it kind of made me think when you said you don't um focus on wins and losses. The kids do that for themselves. Mm -hmm. So if you do what you said as far as they're working on their development, their development is gonna help them to get wins. You're gonna get wins. Right, he, he go the secret. He go the secret. Just say when judgment day come, when you 17, 18, judgment day, signing day, right? right. Ain't no coach gonna say, hold up. Hold up, Haley Swain. I'm just using my daughter. Yeah. Hold up, Haley Swain. We ain't gonna let you sign with us right now. Hold up. We gotta see if you won that game when you were 15 years old in Chicago, Illinois. Now, if you won that game, we're gonna sign you. Right, we'll let her think about it. No. Right. They don't even care about wins and losses at that level. Right. You see right. what I'm saying? Right. So just you gotta go through the process. Right. Yeah. Trust that the makes process. so hey, much but sense. But now, now at the same time, they might not really care about winning the law, but they care because they gotta know you ain't winning. Ain't nobody really coming to see who there. This what I'm saying. This what I'm saying though, man. They ask a question about wins and losses. So right. when just say for example, when you're trying to sign a scholarship, coach, you done lost 20 games. But you don't want 50, 60 games in your in your high school career. Mm -hmm. They not asking you, 
But why did you lose game eleven? Hold up, we can't give you the scholarship. You you might you you lost that game. Did no, they ain't asking you that. But but see, even though my my take on it, and I could be wrong, but my my thinking is that basketball is a team sport, so it takes it's five people on the court at, per team, right? Yeah. So even though we may be or like it may be a team of people that's five, and they may have a losing situation, but this player is assisting. This player making hella points. This player is, you know, coming up with numbers as an individual. So they still might, even though the team lost, this person still may be looking as an exceptional player. So what you do as a coach or as me as a recruiter, I'm going to pull these five players from whatever different positions, and we're going to build these five beasts into a winning team. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to give you a secret, and, and we can take this through life. So for me, basketball is what I teach my player. Basketball is a game of emotions, right? It's a game of feeling, right? So if we lose by 20, but I know I gave my all, I ain't hurt. Exactly. Now we lose by 20, <clears throat> and I BS and played around. Right. Now you sad, you did. Nah, nah. Left it on the table, Coach. If I BS and played around, I ain't mad. I know why I lost. Now if I really tried to win and I lose, that killed me. You know mm. what I mean? Now if I really tried, you ever really tried to do something, then it just went to, now you ain't really kid, you know what I'm saying? Like if you weren't really trying to do something, you you know what I'm saying, you weren't even really trying to hit that no no shot, but it hit you like, okay, yeah, I hit but if you really trying to hit it and you just don't hit it, that feel different. You know what I mean? Now, I don't know if now, I could, see it it, 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 it it more than making the shots though. See what I'm saying? I'm just saying anything. I'm just talking about anything in life, you know what I'm saying? You try it really hard. You know, like you know, it's like a girl. You know what I'm saying? Like a girl. We trying to try to date a girl. We're going to try to get to know a girl. You know what I'm saying? We try really hard for her. We don't give her. That kind of thing a little bit. Now, if you ain't really try for her, you just say, hey, what up, Shotty? What up? And then she ain't here. It don't hurt. You ain't really try. No. But you know what I'm saying? But you done went about, but, but you went about roses. <laughs> you done went about roses. You done went about Valentine's Day cards. Yeah, wait, man. Huh? I know I'm the king. I know I'm, I know I'm the pride. I've told so many of my homeboys, it's not even that serious. Yeah. You never know what you just just yeah. uh avoid it. Yeah. And then when All I right. seen from the background what you avoid, I'm like, I ain't gonna push out of business out there like that. But be glad. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. You know, yeah, we just talking about just trying your best. Yeah, but you know, yeah. Yeah, but I I, yeah. I, I understand what Fuller is saying. Like, if 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 you did the preparation Right. And you know you didn't take no days off. You know you didn't take no plays off. You can you walk can, with your you, head up. Yeah. There you go. That's what I'm saying. But you talking about hurt, though. That shit still hurt. I mean, I still walk yeah, with mean, your you head up. But, but, but you had a funeral and you move on. You don't have nine funerals. And I'm going to a whole other avenue because relationship, you still a relationship between you and the game. Yeah. Mm. You feel me? It's the same relationship and the same roller coaster between you and the relationship between the person. Yeah. If you gave your all, and it don't work out, a marriage, a job, or whatever the case. What and you, you did everything you supposed to do. You can walk away with your head up and move on. Exactly. And yeah, you, in, you, that, you can. in that moment, you're going to have one funeral. And that's what people often do. They have 10 funerals for the same thing. <laughs> and then 10 years later, that's you can have one. the same funeral for the same thing 10 years All ago. Right. The same and funeral. at what point in time are you going to say, you know what, I need to have a conversation with myself or I need to seek some counseling right. to move past this uh, roadblock so I can manifest and be who I am supposed to be. Right. 
You see what I'm saying? So understand that expiration date, Lord Jesus. You got to have Shit. it. Even in the game, you hear coaches all the time. Even Saban said all the time, next play. Right. And I'm, I'm using Saban because we all Alabama. Well, he, myself, and Magic are back. Uh, you know, so that's just why. Too. That's just why. Who? Yeah. His spirit. He probably better. Yeah. <laughs> his spirit. I know he's a Georgia boy. I'm a Georgia boy, but uh, my yeah, God. Uh, when you been when you been in Alabama for six, I was down there for seven. Is and my parents originally, my mom and father, are from Alabama, and it's just ingrained in you. You have no choice. And saving what he has done, and I have a cousin who played for saving. You go and hit those talks. And saving, I think he more pissed off at players in the game that you still dwelling on the play that you got beat right. in the second half from the first half. We got to move on. And in life, I know you, you, you push that to your kids. Like, yeah, you might have missed that shot at the free throw, but guess what? I need you to hit the other ones because the other ones going to help us win the game. Right. Not the one from first quarter. Yeah. yeah. Focus on the big picture because that one. Man, focus, on the, focus on the now. Man, that yeah, dude but that's from what I'm the saying. Knicks. What that dude from the Knicks, he missed that free throw, his life was over with after that. Uh, now, you might be talking about from Orlando. Orlando, uh, yeah. You talking about Nick, when he yeah. missed Slick Nick, when he <laughs> missed Nick and Nick, <laughs> he made some shots in the playoffs. Tay, you better be an athlete. Oh, we're around that. Athletic. Yeah. Right. Hey, like was, was basketball. Athletic. His life was over with after that. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't sit well. So, first, <laughs> I got, now we're now we finna get a little lighthearted, and I'm going to do my little Russian roulette questions. Give me the TCH top Mount Rushmore. Oh, man. Basketball? Yeah. You going to do me like that, man? And, 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 <laughs> and you're like you putting yourself in it. You said don't? Yes. Because, uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> see, now we get to hell. I'm off script now. I'm wild, 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 wild cat. Now so we, we on the patio. Graduate? I graduated 2000. 2000. 2000. Yeah. And you, two, 99. What year? I'm not eight. Ninety-eight. That, that was what's so what's so prolific. I'm I'm a senior, trying to go see what's going on with this sophomore. <laughs> Got Cause, you. Because all the senior, because he had some. My quarterback played basketball. My wide receiver played basketball. Got so you. they sitting there saying, "Man, you know, boy, that man, boy, fuzz, take a full spot, bro." You know what I'm saying? So, right. like, <laughs> so you know, we in the senior section in the cab. We like, who the cat man? Right. Man, it was a little tall swing. Right. Man, come on, man. For real, shot it. But they going at it. Right. So, look. Tell me yours, man. Okay. So Are y'all gapping off by years or what? Like, no, we're we doing this. You going in order? Or no, I'm going, order? I'm going, I'm going, I'm going my 94. So, your freshman to, year. To 2000. My fresh meal to his senior. Gotcha. Okay. okay. That's that's what I want. Right. Then I want no, to know you, you, you said the Mount Rushmore. Yeah, but if that's the case, we can go back to Russell. Right. You should. <laughs> no. no. I mean, okay. you yeah, talking about coming out. No. We need to know people that we know. No, if you're going to compare greatness. Let's compare greatness. That's like you talking about Jordan and LeBron. It's people that went to try to don't even know it was once called Russell. Exactly. So one, if two, we don't care about more parents. If that's the case, I can go Zeke. I can go Coach Haygood, who. Jamie no. Daddy, who played it, Pitt. We don't, we don't, we're not going got, that far. Got, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I can go there if need be, but no. we're not going back to no. Russell. I'm going to try to sit. At least, I want to know some players that I might have seen play. You know what I'm saying? That's why I wanted to do that. I'm that's going, why I'm going to try to sit. Yeah. So, for me, like I said, if we, the, the, the,
Oh, in I, that, go, uh, I go basketball, foot, foot, football, they're just all around. Just. And they probably listen. So anybody, my <laughs> my teammate for football, my apologies. <laughs> I'm going now in in particular order. In 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 game, I never seen nobody do stuff that too short did. Okay. Too short came out in what year? Ninety six. Oh yeah, I don't okay. know. I seen too short dunk on eight folks come from the free throw line with a left hand. Okay. Okay. He sounds like a beast. He was in the backcourt. Ball came out the rim. JJ looking like, what is he doing? I got up and walked away. Okay. I said, oh god, they're too short a beast. Okay. Jameson Brewer. And what year did he come out? It would have been ninety nine. Ninety nine. Okay. Okay. Fuzz. Okay. 2000. This is tough. <laughs> this is tough. Because I want to go with Neil, but... I, Do you need a fifth to make your mark? No, my rush is four. Yeah, I know. That's I, can go, I, can go Neil, I can go Neil or Turk. And what years did they graduate? Turk is 96. Neil is 96. Six, you want me to give you mine? Yeah. I'm going to give you yours because I was go there t- my freshman year. I'm going to go turn. So I'm interested I'm to go. see if it's anybody I know. I'm going to go. So what's your year gap? My year gap going to be. Uh, can you go back to 94? I think I can. Yeah, okay, so can you do the I same say, years that he yeah, did? I said I my freshman was yeah. 94 to his senior. I That's what I'm saying. I came in 96. Yeah, you came in 96. Okay. So I'm going to go. Here go mine. I'm going to go. Maybe I'm tripping, but I'm gonna go. Raw child. Yes. When did he graduate? Oh no. Six. Okay. Like he played guard. Okay. I, I love that dude. Yeah, Charles is a man. Child. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Jamie Brewer. When did he graduate? Ninety nine. Okay, he was there before. I'm gonna go Neil Ashby. Okay. Neil Ashby. He played at Alabama. Okay. Yo, Alabama. And then, and then uh, University. Okay. And then I'm gonna go me. Uh-huh. That's nice. So we got the same three, excluding um, Asbury, Rod, Rod. Yeah, Rod. Child. That was that was the, that was or my clear fame because Child was a guard, and yeah. I'm trying to go. So y'all were just doing only basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We got because we go football and basketball. I mean, you can go all day. You can put Larry Fagans up there. <laughs> that man was long jump, high catcher, way around. Yeah. But the the argument, well, not the argument, but the discussion was. Uh, I, I won't name the person, but he was on my side. He was saying that, and we're not putting no no negative. Just yeah, yeah. healthy conversation. Healthy conversation. What he say? He was saying what I was saying. I said now, if you look in at accolades, you can't you can't put nobody in the top two other than Fuzz and Jamie, because like my intro i could turn on the tv any given saturday and see him and you come on cbs right and at night i can turn on sec network when i was in montgomery and see jamie and all okay you see what i'm saying so the exposure and to make it to and and this is me personally and this is off the record i get so tired of people they think if you don't make it to uh, the NBA. The NBA. You still a professional athlete, right? Yeah. A lot of people cannot say I am a professional 
in anything per right. se. Right. So to say I played in the CFL, but then say you didn't play in the NFL, it's like, oh, you know. Still a no. pro. Yeah, you right. still a pro. Right. Anytime, anytime somebody pay you for your services, you a pro. You a pro. You see what I'm saying? So, shit, so, hold on, wait a minute, because I don't know if we want to endorse that one. Imagine, man. you a pro. Yeah, I'm a pro, but we talking about, it's a lot of stuff, people, like, OnlyFans. Ooh. Like, hold on, man. Uh, are these pros? <laughs> like, okay. They are, they get paid. They uh, Corey said, JT, Jamie, Fuzz, Neil, and Turk. I can live with that, uh, but you got to got one. Yeah, JT was nasty. Yeah, I forgot. I ain't really get to see JT. Yeah, JT was cold. I ain't get to see JT. With the Larry Johnson part in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, tell me this. Did, did, did Tri-Cities basketball men's, well, I say men's since that's the ones that y'all are more familiar with, drop off? No. Oh. We got stronger the year progressed. Yeah. Um, just wondering. Yeah. Just wondering. That one thing that ain't going to drop off, man, the football team might have peaked and declined and Right. But basketball always hell. And, you know, and like I said, it's, it's an opportunity to give Fuzz his flowers because it's it's awesome to go in and see people's jerseys retired in the rafters. You right, know what right. I'm saying? In our case, on the wall of pain. Right. You know, you see Jonas, you see right. him, you see uh, Jameson, you see uh, I said Jonas. Uh, Neil. Neil. I don't know if Turk up there. Um, now when did Turk come out? Turkey came out in 95 or 96. These two old. Okay. Sure got a lot of hot boy names over there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we was in high school. You feel me? First hey, of all, like I told, Like I told him, man, we had, even to this day, man, we got the best of everything. We got the best, the best gamblers, the best dancers, the, <laughs> the best preacher, the best singer, the best rapper, the best well, girl. You said Try gamble. Try high Every, a, lot of, a lot of notable. We got the best of everything. Came from Tri City High School. Trust me, high school was a bit much for me. So I, I had to uh, transfer. Yeah. It was a bit much. It most definitely was a bit much. I did my freshman and sophomore year. What they say? they going in the core of What they say? What they say? They say, got to drop Neil. Oh, man. So they, all the, the other guy was dominant for years. Who, who, who? And when he was talking about JT. Uh, oh, Jamie. But so, it's just it's just it's just fun. It's just fun. Right, because you still course. got people like E. Cook. Yeah. You know, to shoot the trade. If you're looking at guards specifically, you still got black. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So we can go on and on yeah. and on and on. But me having to tell my mom, look, I need to go to this game. That's <laughs> Wednesday night. I need your car. That's heavy. Yeah. To go That's to heavy game. to go see what these cats are gonna do. Because right. it was just excitement, man. Yeah. Okay. It's about four thirty. That's you good. Up. You need to get up, you need to jet. I gotta get a haircut at all. Oh, small bumps! Small bumps! But it's round here though. Okay. Brown, that's why it worked out because I got my, my uncle's funeral tomorrow, uh, Tuesday. Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Small bar gotta get up out of here, man. We're gonna cut our last. No, we're good. We're good. Okay. We got okay. about 15 more minutes. Okay. Well, we're gonna do our third sponsor, then we're gonna wrap up. Uh, so here it is, Fuzz. We got a culture shop coming up. Three events in the month of June and July. You can check that out. We got the poetry on June. What is that date? That hard date, man. Yeah, June nineteenth. June nineteenth. Yeah, June uh, celebrating Juneteenth. June then we have June twenty sixth. Uh, the Grill Wars. That's what your boy Hot Rod. He going against Woo Crab Legs. So they side by versus. We trying. Yeah. Are they gonna be cooking together? Yeah. We trying to see who's on it. 
Man, you know Raw, that, that my best friend, man. Well, man I, that I, my I brother. That my I brother, know the man. hot, the hot, but the but woo. And, he, and, and then, baby, that set, that Sammy Florentine, he bought all Yeah, Rod came through, blessed with some food. Then Wu came, blessed with some food. Those crab legs were good, but they are going to have to cook these same things. You know, Rod, you know, you know, I ain't even seen the podcast, but you know, Rod been cooking, and he was by self. <laughs> I ain't even seen it. I, I just noticed. And that's what he said. I used to go over his house. I used to go over his house. His favorite meal. I'm going to tell you, Rod, favorite meal. Rod's favorite meal with the uh with the shrimp scampi. That's why he messed up that because I think it had shrimp. That's why I cooked the salmon, the, yeah. the, che- the cheese sauce, that some rice, swag and grill. Yeah. Some chopped it. up bell peppers, yeah. different colors. I was first of all, and I'm a, taking nothing from them crab legs. The crab legs were delicious. We was on on we were recording live, hey. smacking. I had to put mine down. I was like, I ain't trying to be looking like that chick. Yeah. But anyway, but I got a chance to go in on. Uh, what's the fat boy? Swag and grill. No, uh, uh-uh. the uh, uh, Rods. Is that fat boy swag? Oh, excuse me. Well, him, yeah. On that Florentine, and I was like, okay, so when the next time you gonna have a plate? Cause I'm gonna need at least four. Yeah. For me, my mom, my baby, the fam, we need yeah. the plate. He had yeah. me and uh, he came by yeah. blessing, man. Yeah. So on the third night, we're gonna have none other than Drizzle Dollar. He gonna be celebrating. This is a popular web series called Atlanta Avenue. Okay. So they hopefully by that time we they'll be doing their hundredth episode. Okay, let's go. We're gonna actually, you know, be kick it out there, man. So if you could stop by, I know you're busy, man. Nah, that's cool. Um, you can stop by, man. Support hot. See what's going, what's going to go down side by side in the grill versus. Yeah, man. See, when we got five dollar tickets right here for you on the spot, so you can get your five dollar ticket before you walk out the door. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see, that's what I be trying to tell them. See. You know what I'm saying? How you believe in that? You said, what, what, was your, what was your inspiration was? You said, I got to check me. What you said? What one? Uh, you said that you was telling yourself when you was in the cell, you got to. Oh, yeah. I'm either going to die or survive. Yeah, you got to be. Something you said about yourself. You said, I got to be me. I got to. Uh, own my moment. Yeah, own my moment. Yeah. That's what I be trying to. They have to own these moments of selling these tickets. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so they got, they, they, you, that, you got, go yeah, you're going, yeah, you're going to have to, like, I'll be trying to, they, and tell them right here, and if a day, tell them, I need you to tell them as a coach. I need you, look, I need you to pull out your coaching skills yeah. and coach them up on getting so, the $5 tickets So, Like, yeah. now, what would you tell your team? Look, man, our dream is depend. We're going to have to have these uniforms. I know y'all play basketball. Yeah. But and I, and I know you don't normally do that, but we're gonna have to sell these five dollar tickets to get these unicorns so I can put you in a position where we can compete. There you go. Tell them. You just did it, coach. You just did it. <laughs> <laughs> coach, coach, magic. Magic just kicked. You just did it, coach. No, you know what I'm saying. So, the quick question, because I thought we were gonna, I thought one of them were gonna ask, what? Um, recently, we were discussing what is his name, uh, Master P. Is his plan to um, what is put his son on the platform? We're well, getting to, endorsements as, right. a, as a collegiate athlete. Um, they on, they passing that rule now. Yeah. Right, right, right. What are your thoughts on that? I love it. But right. Here go the trick. I read something. They said that that the school have a choice to get percentage of that. <sighs> so I don't really know. You know what right. I mean? It's gonna be something with it. Ain't just clean. 
You ain't gonna be just you cool. already making ticket sales and selling yeah, t-shirts and, and yeah. jerseys well, and stuff. Whatever it is, I guarantee you, Pete got it figured out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He gonna make yeah. it it's gonna be more than what we was yeah. able to get. We weren't able to get nothing, but exactly. But, but you are not gonna put that uniform on. Cause what's got here's the catch to it. You're not gonna put their uniform on with the brand of that school on, and just cause your name on the back of this particular brand, and we don't get nothing. That's gonna be a no go. It's a reason why. It's a reason why your name on the back. Right. See, and there's on the front. Yeah. That so. Message, major key. What you I ain't never peeped it out like that. Yeah. That's strong for. Yeah. That's strong. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna wrap up a little different than we normally would do because she has a segment of weird sauce. I mean, excuse me, razzle dazzle in Atlanta. Um, yeah. I know you to my left. I'm sorry. That's why I had said that. No, I'm saying where have I been as oh. far as. Um, um, but Mr. Swain, yeah. man, you bless us. We appreciate it. We just want to give the flowers to those when it's before it's too late, per se. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You was a pillar while you was at the city. You're a pillar now. And the one thing, and no shade to the cats that we named today, one thing that's being done differently than the other cats is you actually give back to the community. And, you know, not saying that they don't. I don't have the inspiration too, but we can only go with what we see. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you change the lives every day. We need more positive role models, especially and not just necessarily in sports, but it's just yeah. in the community in general. Right. And you're doing that, and we appreciate you for coming by so we can give you flowers while you're here. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, Thank you. For you know, we know you gotta get swab, Bob. Gotta get lined. You know, <laughs> fuck can't be fuzzy now when you go to the gym. You know, <laughs> he, he gotta be sitting right. So I appreciate it. Mr. Magic. What any, we got? Any, any closing remarks? Any questions, concerns? No, uh, no, I know one thing we were supposed to do, we didn't get to it, but you know, it's all cool. Uh, I appreciate you coming through, man. It's much what, love on what this. What you wanted to ask? Uh-huh. What, 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 what we wanted to ask? That we didn't get to, yeah. Uh, we wanted to know, like, you are married, right? Mm. Are you married? You married, right? Yeah. So we want to know, like, how did you propose to your wife? Like, what words did oh. you use? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what words? how long have you been married? <laughs> I don't care about how long you've been married. The people want to wanna... know. The people want to know. But I just... long, the long... people want to know. The people want to know. The people ask you that. The people want to know. <laughs> right, the people ask you that. What's that? We'll, 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 we'll bring everybody on the show next time. <laughs> right, because they could have come. We'll, bring, we'll bring everybody on the show next time. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it was fun. It was, it was, it was swab, whatever it was. Okay, oh, yeah, no, no, I, I want to know what it said. I'm not here, Hey, hey. Because he I'm start laughing. He over there. Yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to get my words together for my little boo. They said you got a brother? Oh, you trying to get yeah. it. Yeah, I'm trying to get my words together, so I thought you were going to be. You know, most coaches do that, too. They, you know, they show you how to propose. Yeah, we got, we got, uh, <laughs> they, they, they done drop AJ name in here. Oh, they getting deep now. AJ. AJ, yeah. AJ play with me? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. See, that he got, he got an honorable mention. What'd they say? They say he was nice. Yeah, AJ. Wish you was true now. AJ was good, man. AJ shoot that thing from the TC. 
AJ was good. Coach would call the play, man. AJ just come down and just shoot it, man. Yeah, lights out. Y'all yeah. yeah, boys were nice, man. Well, that's it for us, the two cups of truth, man. We appreciate you, Coach Swain. Appreciate it, man. I, you know, I, first of all, I do appreciate you for coming in here. This has been very, um, very enlightening. Because like I said, I don't have a, 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 you know, deep athletic background or whatever. But I feel like no matter what your background is, everybody should have been able to take something yeah, from yeah. the conversation that we had. So I do want to appreciate you for coming in. And um, appreciate you for getting to come in. Oh, man. Big up Most definitely. Your flowers. Your flowers. No, man. This is all, this is all <laughs> East Point. No, just dead ass. Because you were absolutely. Point, abs- so I, I appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate you too, Gotti. I appreciate we, I can give you some flowers, can you? Yeah. So we out, man. God bless. See y'all next Sunday. Two cups of truth. Peace. Peace.